Hi, this is Jonathan, and I play the human wizard, Jonathan the Magimuscular. Hi, I'm Jack. I play Trevancore, a half-elf Beastmaster Ranger. Hi, this is John. I play your half-orc barbarian, Carlton Tanks. Hi, this is Julia. I play the rock gnome cleric, Bernice Q. Burns. And I am Lauren, your humble DM, and welcome to Dungeon Drunks. Distinguished adventurers last time on Dungeon Drunks. The Heralds of Greenest have been besieged by the goddess Ifara. She has a champion in the city of Eltrasos, who is on an important mission to rescue someone in the underworld. While his soul is on this journey, his body must be protected, and Ifara knows forces have already sent powerful beasts to attack him, so she needs our heroes to help. They agree, and are teleported to the beaches of Eltrasos, just outside the massive walls of the city. And after a brief chat with some of the locals, they start to defend the body of the champion from strange chimeras. But even as the last chimera is defeated, the water roils and trembles, and a legendary beast begins to rise out of the ocean. And that's where we pick up our story already in progress. This is a large creature and five different bumps. And just before this creature emerges, as you point this out, as you're, you manage to pick out that, no, this isn't just a thing. This is a thing with five separate parts to it that is arriving. Sarah behind you gasps and says, <gasps> they wouldn't, they wouldn't send it again. What it, what it, what what? Out from the ocean comes a gargantuan, technically, five-headed, snake-like creature with massive claws, beaks on the end of each of its five heads that rise out of the ocean. Oh my god, it's a hydra. That charges onto the beach, tail lashing, eyes glowing in hate and anger. And as it uses this turn, because it did kind of roll like shit. Does Bernie get anything for being a, like, does she get to do anything? Unfortunately, it's the end of your turn at when this creature arrives, so it's not going to do anything immediately. Well, then she's going to look at Sarah and she's going to say, what in the nine hells did this guy do to have them send a hydra to get him? It's not just a hydra. That is Polacrantos. Oh, what now? good. They has got oh, a name. Okay. It is a legendary creature. That is coming out of the ocean at you. That manages, with all of its movement, to climb onto the beach, all five heads roiling, snarling, and snapping. And we're back at the top of the initiative. Carlton, before you, is a gargantuan monstrosity only spoken of in legends. The Kraken inks itself. The Kraken <laughs> is nothing. The Hydra is everything. Alright, so it's 20 feet away. This is, and that, do I have a couple moments to talk to Sarah before deciding? Moments? I mean, it's there. <laughs> it's there. It depends on how much of your turn you'd like to spend talking with Sarah, but. Alright, it's kill it or run it. Kill it. I think we kill, kill it. it. All right. Kill it. Let's they must it. protect the, the Chosen. All right. In that case, uh, Carlton, you know, because he's learned his lessons. I do appreciate that you asked if you wanted to run first. I do appreciate that. Because we've run into that situation where it's like, we 
might have bitten off a little bit more than we could chew. <laughs> but Carlton never backed down from becoming a more legendary creature than a legendary creature. Because if you kill something legendary, you take its spot in the legendary ladder. That's how it works. And yeah. Then, that's how it works. Is that... Yeah, have yep. you not I... ever gone to a magic tournament? That's exactly how it works. I ha- My husband plays a lot of Magic the Gathering, and <laughs> I don't. Well, you'll have to ask him about Polo Grantos once we get done with this. Carlton, what right. are you doing? If I kill Polo Grantos, I'll be known as the man who killed Polo Grantos. Polo Krantos. Yeah, whatever. It's not my language. It's not mine either, but I'm doing my best. You have it written down in front of you so you can try to pronounce it. I, <laughs> also, I'm trying. if you are no. someone who grew up in Greece and we are doing a terrible job, we're sorry. This isn't Greece. This, this is, isn't Greece. This, this is, is fantasy Pharaohs. This is completely different. Carlton, what are you doing? Completely. All right, I'm... Gonna go reckless on this thing. Sure. Let's be honest, this is fantasy grease. Does a 24 hit? 24 does hit. Oh, bless me. Right. Do uh, not. Do I have to separate my damage? No. Not in this All case. Right. Uh, 22 t- points total. Okay. Really hate that I w- wasted my action surge. Would have been great for You didn't bleakness. waste it. 24 to hit again. That does hit. All right. Uh, 15 points on the second hit. And then for my bonus action, I'm going to uh, second wind. Excellent. All right. And he's going to get a little bit of health back. And Travancore, it's your turn. Oh, boy. <laughs> what are my dinky little arrows going to do? Let's find out. Okay, so I'm going to move the Hunter's Mark from the deceased creature to the uh, Polycrantos. The massive Hydra in front of you? Stamos of the ocean, yes. And uh, we're going to... Uh, you know what? We're going to take that penalty. No, we're not. We're not. We're just going to do another arrow. Here we go. 17? 17 just hits. You have this moment in where your arrow lands, and then it slows down like it's hit armor, and you have this moment where you think it's just going to bounce off, but it uh, just sinks in. Well, it sinks in for another eight damage piercing, plus another one from the Hunter's Mark, so nine total. Okay. And for my uh, shadow surrogate action, I want to hand that one to Bernie. Bernie, what would you like to do? You You can cast up to a third level spell or do something... Up to a third level spell. In which case, she's going to just test some things out and she's going to send a guiding bolt out at third level. Okay. Oh, no. You are blessed, though. I am blessed. That's right. I got to remember that I do that to myself. I don't know if I'm going to roll anything that's going to... Okay. Yay! All right. Uh, Does a 17 hit? 17 just hits. Oh, bless Bay. Bay curved that bullet for you. Bay curved the bullet. That's exactly (laughs) all right. Let me, I haven't cast Guiding Bolt in a life age. That's uh, okay. So 22 points of radiant damage. Awesome. Your Guiding Bolt, your Guiding Bolt slams into the same place on the side of one of the Hydra's head that Travancore's arrow managed to get lodged in. The two of you kind of were focused on the same spot. Maybe that's why you rolled the same attack. And you watch as one of its heads, the light in the eyes fades and it, wavers and falls i think wait hold on bernie the head is there's not another one replacing it it went did it go limp it has gone limp it seems this one head seems to be dead that is travancore's extra fun special action (laughs) uh so that ends his turn jonathan it's your turn jonathan the magimuscular seeing this thing having just thrown one of his pinnacle abilities to finish off a goober it's, it rolls his eyes. It's just like, oh, what a day. He is going to do something that he's going to take uh, his middle and index finger and kind of kind of move it quickly across his head. What appears 
uh, trailing from his finger are a trail of seven stars that materialize and start circling around his head as he casts Crown of Stars on himself. Ooh, <laughs> I've All right. interested in this one for a while. And he kind of mutters, oh, I guess we're not, we're not getting home tonight, guys. Let's do this. And Jonathan the Magimuscular is done because doesn't, that doesn't include an attack. He is actually going to go ahead and nod at Sarah and say, let's spread things out for him. And he's going to move to the east about 20 feet out. Okay, you're done. Jonathan the Magimuscular is done. At the end of your turn, Polokrantos grabs the ground and tramples forward, charging uh, 50 feet in a straight line. Up to 50 feet, I should say. So he's going to go 40 because he will hit the globe of invulnerability. And so... I would like to use my reaction to take an attack of opportunity. You... Can you on a trample? It left my range. Well, first, before you do that, it's going to make an attack against both of you as it goes by. But who's both of you? This is going to be Carlton and Bernie, because it basically slams into you, Bernie. Uh, so against Carlton, uh, it's going to be a dirty 20. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. And against Bernie, uh, that is going to be a 19. Oh, that just hit. Okay. Each of you are going to take 16 bludgeoning damage. And then, yeah, if you want to take your attack of opportunity, go for it. Do I get yeah. one? Uh, no, because he has entered your your threat. He hasn't left your threat yet. Although technically, other things are happening. Uh, a 26 to hit. That does hit. Uh, 19 points total. Okay. Uh, slashing slash lightning. That's the end of his legendary action. Bernie, it's your turn. Yeah, that's... You've got well. a gargantuan legendary beast in your face. Okay, um, normally at this point we would do some healing, but Bernie's upset, and she's not going to be thinking rationally when she's upset. She doesn't like to be kicked. She's a gnome. She gets a lot of people that make horrible jokes about stepping on her. It's not cool. I want to see... Oh, shit. While you're thinking about that, Carlton? Yeah? Your sword was, um, slashing damage, right? Slashing, magical slashing and lightning. You take 10 acid damage. I'm going to make you only take that once because I just remembered it now. But yes, as you, as this creature tramples you, runs into Bernie, you slash at it. Its blood splashes onto you and you take 10 acid damage. Okay. Sorry. Bernie, go ahead. You're angry. Uh, she's angry. And I love, love, love this spell, but I don't cast it very often. She's going to cast. She's right there. Mm-hmm. She's going to cast Inflict Wounds and she's going to cast it pretty high, actually. Sure. It's touch. Uh, she's going to cast it at a third level. What's the save? It's not a save. It's a melee spell attack. Oh, okay. Uh, so let's I see how it's a save goes. for some reason. My bad. Oh, shoot. I could have used a bonus action to the hero a star at him. Okay. That rookie mistake on that first spell. All right. We're all learning. Oh, guys. The queen is testing me. Bless. Yes! Yes! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> That is just enough. You reach out with a trembling hand at this creature that is uh, larger than all of you put together multiplied. And yeah, you hit. Okay. So it's normally 3d10, but it's uh, on, it's a second or higher level spell. It increases by 1d10. I cast it at the third level. So four, five d10 
necrotic damage. 21 necrotic Boom. damage. So not okay. great, but not bad. And then she's going to use her bonus Kraken action. All right. And the Kraken's going to come close. Is this flanking? Does this count as flanking now? It does not. Okay, let me do a quick, because this Kraken can move up to 20 feet. Yeah, the Kraken's going to get in flanking. The Kraken's going to move. It's, yeah, yeah. All right. We're not taking any more chances. I mean, Bless has really come through, but still. And the Kraken is going to uh, attack with its little tentacles. Cute little tentacles. Okay, but just in case. Okay, does a 24 hit? Yes. 24 hits. All right. And we have to go over to Spiritual Weapon. And we cast Spiritual Weapon. Did we cast Spiritual Weapon as the second level or the third level? You cast that fourth. Yeah, you cast cast it pretty high, yeah. Alrighty, so we're doing 17 force damage. Okay. 17 Kraken damage. Awesome. You watch as the Kraken comes up, your spiritual Kraken, and sinks its spiritual force damage teeth into a second one of these heads, which has been slashed and beaten, and the second head wavers and the light dims out of its eyes and it falls over, and a second head is now limp. Nice. And if I can't really do anything without giving it an attack of opportunity, right? That's up to you. It's up to you what you want to do. It is gargantuan. I mean, I am very small, right? Uh, yes, but you do know that is not going to stop it from trying to hit you if you leave its attack of opportunity range. But she really should. No, she's going to stay there. Okay. It is the Hydra's turn. It is going to... It's going to stay right there. Okay. Three of its heads reach up and out. And with 15 feet of range, it's going to go after Carlton and Travancore. And Bernie. Disadvantage against Travancore and Bernie because of my spiritual ancestors. Yes, but advantage against you because you went reckless. <laughs> yep. So first that's fine. against you, yeah, I hit. I rolled a 19 plus. Don't worry about it. Against Travancore with disadvantage. Uh, it's a 17 to hit. That matches. Ugh. And against Bernie with disadvantage. That's also a 17 to hit. That hits. Okay. And you guys have resistance to that damage. All three of you are going to take 20 piercing damage. That's the one I wanted to do. Ah, I knew, mm, sorry, 20 piercing damage. Yep. And then you watch the two limp heads suddenly shudder and shake. And one rises and is pushed up as a second head comes out of the the limp one forming two more yeah. and the other one that's gone down shudders and splits apart forming two more heads and now this formerly five-headed creature three four five six now has seven heads yeah and carlton you do notice a lot of the grievous injuries you've given it are gone. Yeah. Yeah. And it is your turn, Carlton. Well, how about we give it some more grievous injuries? Bring it on. I'm going to move it into flanking. Sure. Ooh, I am blessed, so let's see if that works. Yeah. Bless oh, Bay. my God. Bless ah! Bay. 17 to hit. That does hit. Uh, but I did crappy damage, so I'll use my feet on this one. <sighs> oh, my God. Dice rolls. You're treating me terrible tonight. 
So that's just one more point. So 11 points of slashing and lightning. Okay. Carlton and Bernie, you both take 10 points of acid damage. Why me? What did I do? Uh, You are next to it when it is hit with piercing or slashing damage. So yeah, Carlton, you slash into this thing and one of its heads starts to quiver as you do damage and acid sprays everywhere. All right. Brain isn't um, like up close fighting. Well, I'm gonna. So it's ten. One more. One more attack. Okay. Can I try to? It's too big for me to try to like grapple and shove, right? Because it's two size categories larger. Yeah, it's it's multiple size categories larger. I will say, if you'd like to try to grapple a single head, I'll absolutely let you do that funness. Rodeo it. <laughs> if you want to try, well, but I, no, you know for I a fact. I wanted to try to pull it out of Bernie's. It is literally like, gargantuan. Yeah. It is multiple sizes That's... bigger than you. So you know for a fact you cannot. But you could definitely yeah, grapple a single head if you want to do something with a single head. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll fa- face that later, but I'm in the swinging mode. Swing away. Uh, 18 to hit. That will hit. Uh, ooh, that was a good roll. 23 points of damage. Okay. Uh, but I'm trying to go for a cleave. Like, trying to cleave off a head if possible. Okay, but it is slashing damage, correct? It is. Okay, so the good news is you you cleave off a head. Uh, One of its heads is taken almost completely off, kind of halfway through it as it's trying to snap at you. The acid does spray, and you and Bernie, once again, take 10 acid damage each, but another one of its heads is dead. It is now down to six heads. Yep. Um, Let's see. That's attack, attack. Anything else? Bonus. Um, Double check-in. No, that's uh, what I got for... My, uh, what I can do for now. Excellent. At the end of your turn, it is going to use a legendary action to take a tail swipe against you, Carlton. Okay. And it's just a normal roll because I was not reckless. Unless it's got something else. No, but it's a 25 to hit? Yep. All right. You are going to take 18 bludgeoning damage, and I need you to make a strength saving throw DC 21. Oof. Well, good thing I am proficient in... So I got to get an 11 or higher. Come on. Uh, so an 18 uh, was the roll. You said, well, Don't forget DC? your bless. I, that's, I know. Uh, DC is 21. <laughs> so it is possible. Because if it was like 25, it's not going to be possible. Right. You know what I mean? I know. Nope. Uh, uh, I, get, I get knocked. Uh, All right. With a 19 total. You are pushed 20 feet away. And that is the end of that. Travancore, it's your turn. How much damage does he take? Um, I, I'm currently down to 89, if that's just easier. Okay, yeah. Okay, so I have a question. Would sand be considered loose earth? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm casting type of soil. Earth. I had to learn. I'm ca- I had to learn that. <laughs> I'm casting Earth Tremor. I guess the way it works is I can cast it, like, right at the fourth level. I'm going to try and find an open spot of sand directly underneath it, because like, it's only got two legs, and his body's on there. So the idea being that it's a gargantuan creature, like, it should be, the effect should be limited to that creature itself without affecting anyone else. Read, read me Earth Tremor. You've never used this before. This is exciting. All right, here we go. Uh, you cause a tremor in the ground within range. Each creature other than you in that area must make a dexterity saving throw. On a failed save, a creature takes one die six bludgeoning damage, or four die six because it's caused to the fourth level, and is knocked prone. If the ground in that area is locked loose earth or stone, it becomes difficult terrain until cleared, with each five foot diameter, diameter portion requiring at least one minute to clear by hand. Its uh, range is ten feet. Okay, so yeah, you could definitely cast this in a way where it would only hit the creature. Is this natively a fourth level spell, or are you upcasting it to fourth level? It's, uh, let's see, I think Earth Tremor, let me see what all is. We're the first place it shows up on the thing, though. It's natively a second level spell, so I'm upcasting it. 
you're up casting it, so it'll do more damage if it fails. All right, what's it's, it's a dexterity saving throw? Okay. So it fails, but then you watch its all uh one, two, three, four, five, six heads snap to look at you and its eyes glow and it's going to use one of its legendary resistances and it will choose to succeed Ah. so we'll still take the half damage and it'll still be difficult terrain but it's not knocked prone so that'll be two dice six let's see it's gonna be more than that because you cast it at four level fourth level so it should be like oh four dice six but then half of whatever it rolls exactly okay Uh, it should technically be more than just two dice six so right okay cool all right so uh 14 so seven (laughs) But at least it's in difficult terrain, so it can't dig out very easily, one would hope. Exactly. And that is not slashing or piercing damage, so no acid goes anywhere. Yeah. Uh. All right. Yeah, you watch it roil in the sand, and it manages to claw itself so that it stays right, but it does take the damage. So, ordinarily, I would have given that extra action to, to Carlton, but seeing as how he's 20 feet away, <laughs> I... Th- oh, I can, I can still do things. Yeah, I know. Well, that's true. <laughs> it's true. I have the half of exactly. Right, you know what? I'm going to draw a D3, and uh, one for Carlton, two for Bernie, three... Oh, give me a D3 option. Is D3 a thing? Maybe it's not. You can make it a thing. I can, you can make yeah, it roll whatever you want. Or you just give it to Jonathan. Or you roll a D6 and you... Oh, wait. Actually, uh, Lauren, with... The uh, Travancore reaction attack thing, is it just an attack or could somebody perhaps just move out of the way? It's just... Or take a disengage action. If it's just an attack, it's also fine. Yeah, what do you allow Shadow to do when you do that normally, Travancore? Let's see. Um, I treat it like an action. Like like Shadow's like reaction would be just a standard action, so we get attack. I would, I would say disengage could count. So if that's the case, I'm basically letting Travancore count one of you, you know, use that same power on one of you instead of Shadow since Shadow's not here. So So Bernie can disengage if she wants. Yeah, Bernie would like to disengage, please. Okay. All right. So I can still move, I believe. Um, You can. All right. So I'm going to go. Bernie's going to disengage. How far are you moving, Bernie? How far away can I possibly get? What's your movement speed? I, I only know it on the dog. God damn it. 25, uh, I think. 25, so you can move 25, 25 feet. You want to yeah. move directly 25 feet away? On a diagonal back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I want to be, yeah, it's fine. All right. Bernie disengages and moves away. Travancore, are you just moving? I'm just moving. Like, uh, I'm not within range of this thing, I don't think. Like, I wasn't, am I? Well, as you move, one of its heads whips out and attacks you. Oh, boy. You still move. Yeah, I still but move. But it does get an attack of opportunity. Okay. That is going to be a 24 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. You're going to take 18 piercing damage. <sighs> and Jonathan, it is your turn. One of our worst oh, presidents, right. 18 pierce. Lauren, was that with disadvantage against Travancore? No, but I can roll again. Uh, that was even more. So, yeah. Okay. Just try trying there for you, Thanks. Buzz. I, I appreciate it. Jonathan, it's your turn. Okay. First, Jonathan is going to sort of grab one of the stars around his head and throw it at at the Hydra. So you as got a bonus action, stars? I am throwing stars. Yes, he, yeah, it's the crown of stars above his head. Okay, so as a bonus action, so this it. is a bonus action. So range spell attack twenty two definitely hits. All right, that's going to be for, hits him for twenty five damage. What kind of damage is this? Radiant damage. Awesome. Uh, you watch not only as this thing 
takes the damage, but another one of its heads falls limp, its eyes going wide and white. Uh, what is Jonathan the Magimuscular in the split second before he decides what to do next? Does he know anything about Hydras? I would love a nature check. All right. Not a religion check for how Hercules killed them? Hercules does not exist in this world, so. Oh, I'm sorry, what did you get? 14. On a 14, you've heard stories. You're from a port town, so you are actually kind of familiar a little bit with Hydras, and you know about this ability that they have to regrow heads, and you know that there is supposed to be something that you do to stop that. Now, this is a legendary creature from a different world, but it is still a Hydra. All right, Jonathan the Magimuscular. And I'm giving that to you because you are from a port city, so you would know a little bit more about stuff that's going to come out of the oceans. Jonathan the Magimuscular is going to kind of like roil his shoulders a bit, cock his finger guns, and and send some scorching rays to the Hydra. Sure. Uh, to the tune of, let's do a fourth level scorching ray. So that is going to be five rays. Okay. So here come some attacks. These are all plus 10. 18. Uh, that hits. Natural one. Let's use a luck on that. Uh, higher. So that's two luck points down and two attacks. That hits. Third hit. You got your bless too. Yes. Uh, fourth hit and fifth hit. So all five hit. They all are 17 or above? Yes. Okay. And so let's do... That's five. So that's 10d6. Fire damage. Uh, that's going to be 36 fire damage total. Okay. You almost managed to destroy another head. It's still there, but it is roiling and all of its remaining heads. There's five of them still that are alive. Uh, you watch as the fire sears into this creature, cauterizing wounds, creating more. And for a moment, it was staring at Travancore as it tried to grasp it uh, with, its, with Travancore's magic. And now all the heads are looking at you, Jonathan. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> and the ground rumbles as this thing growls from five heads and a body that is the size of a building. Jonathan the Magimuscular starts running east. <laughs> okay, you're doing your full movement east. Full movement east. We here at Dungeon Drunks are huge fans of Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms. It's a Dungeons & Dragons strategy video game that brings together D&D characters from novels, adventures, and multiple live streams into a single grand adventure. It is so much fun to put together a formation that includes champions from Companions of the Hall, High Rollers, C-Team, Beyond Heroes, and more. I usually have the game running in the background while I edit audio for the show, and thanks to the fine folks who make Idle Champions, we're fortunate enough to be able to offer a free gold chest to all of our listeners. This week's code expires on July 5th at 8pm Pacific, so open up the game, go to the shop, and type in this code. F-E-R-M-W-O-O-N-T-E-L-L. So use that code and then let us know on Twitter or Instagram what goodies you got. And now, enough of the loot drops. Back to the show. All right. At the end of your turn, it is going to turn and use one of its legendary actions. Oh, God. And it's going to chase you down. Oh, no. 
It seems like maybe you have found its weakness. And it is not happy. Jonathan the Muscular is yelling as he like, like high knee runs across the beach. He's like, it hates fire. It hates fire. It does hate fire. It is going to charge at you and trample you. Oh, no. That's a 23 to hit. Yes, with disadvantage. That would that would hit. Yes. Okay, you're going to take 16 bludgeoning damage as one of its massive claws slams the ground next to you, scraping you across the side with uh, thrown dirt and sand and rocks. All right. And then I just love the gap in our initiative. Uh, oh, yes, that's good. Uh, let me roll another one. Let me just. Um, yeah, it, it was. It's fine. Uh, for the concentration? For the concentration, yeah. And Bernie, it is your turn. All right. Well, Bernie's going to do a healing spell, and I spent this time readying the math. Yay! Yay! I like reading the math. Thank you. Yay! I appreciate it. Readied the math. Okay, some of the math. I still have to. She's going to cast Mass Cure Wounds, which is a fifth level spell. So Bernie is a life cleric. What that means is Mass Cure Wounds is going to be 3d8 plus my spell casting ability to modify it. I can cast it on up to six creatures. Clearly I'm casting it on us and also the Hydra. Um, <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Quick. Hail Quick Hydra. What? Is, it, oh, no. is that the one in where you just need to be able to see everybody or do you have I to be within a... I just gotta be able to 60 feet. Shit, Jonathan, are you within 60 feet of me? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> How far away are you? No, but you can move with, if you were to move. Bernie's going to move so that everybody's within 60 feet of her. Yeah. If you move kind of back next to where Sarah and all, like, um, next to the globe. Yeah. Next to the globe of of invulnerability, you can get in a space that is 60 feet. (laughs) I just know one of them, you have to see everybody and the other body. Yeah. All right. Go for it. I do have to be able to sort of, yeah. Okay. So. You can see everybody. She's going to do, it's 3d8 plus five as the base level. Which means everybody gets 14 points of damage, but because I'm a life, 14 points of health back, because I'm a life cleric, they also get two plus the spell's level back, which is an additional nine. So that makes it 23. Everybody gets 23, and I'm just going to figure out your new totals. Great. That Uh, was your move, and that was your action. And then I, as, because I'm over level six, I get an additional nine points back. You do. So 23 plus nine is I get... I had 35, so I get 32 points back, which isn't that great, but it's something, it's not death, okay, and if everybody would put in the chat their new totals, that would help me out Mm -hmm. tremendously. And that was movement, and that was an action. I'm pretty sure I have another healing spell that's a bonus action, don't I? You do. You have healing word, and because I allow allow two spells in a round, you can. I'm going to, here, let me, healing word is just me. It's just me. And guys, I'm like close to dead. Um, So hold on. Let me write down. I'm going to healing word me. It's just a first level. I'm just going to do it as a first level. It's a 1d4. Okay. While you're doing that, since the Hydra is not going to go after you, I'm going to let you do that math and we're going to charge forward because that would be the last thing you would do. And it is the Hydra's turn. And the Hydra's really, really mad at Jonathan. Jonathan, none of its heads come back because of your fire damage so all five of them are going after you oh dear ah, ah, it, it hated fire oh god it hated fire oh i have a it's plan. the one thing you do you keep doing it i'll try okay i'll be there in like six seconds all right Give or take. I, i'm yes. yelling into my mic and i shouldn't be because this thing's sensitive uh it's a dirty 20 
And these are all with disadvantage, Lord? Yes. hit, except I throw up a shield. Okay. Uh, that's going to be uh, 24. Oh, that goes right through the shield. Okay. I'm just going to roll all these at once. Uh, that's going to miss because that'll be under 20. The one hit. That's a 25 to hit. Oh, yeah. And one more. So Ooh. I have a question. When it was chasing Jonathan, was it going through difficult terrain? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. But I wasn't far enough right. away for it I to see. matter. But it's the size of a building. Sadly not. Fortunately, the 19 that it rolled even uh, was with disadvantage. It would have been a natural 20. Um, but then it has a plus 13. So so you're going to get hit three times. Okay. Fortunately, you're not going to get hit with a natural 20, though. So you're going to take, for each bite, you're going to take 18 piercing damage. So that's, 18 times three. That's 50, 54. And I did it that way because I do need you to make three constitution saves and you needed to know. Yeah. And that's 48. Whoa. So I'm at 48. And then let's see. So you said 18 each. So it's just, okay. It's still 18 still each. Tense. Yeah. Because I'm using the average damage. Okay. So first save. Good. 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 All right. Yay. You maintain More concentration. Oh. <laughs> and Carlton, it is your turn. All right. Uh, and flanking, I just have to be on the opposite side. I don't have to be the exact opposite square for a gargantuan, right? Uh, so, like, if I'm here. Yeah, I guess. I'll make that work. <laughs> I think technically you're supposed to be exactly opposite, but. Wait, if that's the case, wouldn't right. that be, like, atop, like, the uh, the very beginning of it? Because that'd be diagonal flanking kind of thing? Yeah, I mean, that's I why I'm, like, I'm not going to. Okay. Well, yeah. There's one of the just, reasons we're not going to do flanking when we go to the next campaign. Nobody hairs in D&D, honestly. Okay. If that's something you're into, then you should find a whole bunch of other people who also like splitting hairs, and you can start a salon. Uh, hey, Jonathan, prepare to get acid splashed. Wait, what? No. <laughs> Two attacks coming at it. Yeah. Uh, 27 to hit. That will hit. Uh, 19 points of damage. Okay, both of you are going to take 10 acid damage, but uh, one of its five heads does die. Still good. Uh, soft 20. That will hit. Don't. All right, uh, for another 18 points. Okay, and both of you will take 10 acid damage. I'm coming, Jonathan. I'm it's coming. O- it's okay, you're fine, you're fine. You have 28 life. I know, but... Anything else? I said you're fine. You're doing good. Uh, I am good, because, like, I'm trying to basically draw its attention off of Jonathan. Okay. So I'll start banging my sword on my shield real loud behind it, after I stabbed it a couple times. Uh, it will... <laughs> Kill the head. It, it will, at the end of your turn, take a legendary action and make a tail attack against you, Carlton, because you're annoying. I am. I am very annoying. That's a natural 20. Oh. And Oof. this time it does not have disadvantage. Nope, not against me. I'll go ahead and roll this. So the tail is normally 2d10. Well, you're doing average, so just take the average and then take off, or double it and then remove the modifier. Uh, for the ma- for the, the the natural 20s, I'm going to roll it. Uh, so this is right. going to be... All right, you are going to take 34 bludgeoning damage. I need you to make a strength saving throw. Uh, 34, so that'd be 17. And you said strength? Yes. DC 21 strength saving throw as it smacks you with its tail again. And then it's going to be Travancore's turn in just a moment once we get this. Uh, 26 without the bless. Okay. Yeah, you managed you to hold your position. Uh, Make it a 27 just because. And <laughs> Travancore, it's your turn. Okay. Um, still blessed. So I think I moved the Hunter's Mark to it at some point. I'm pretty sure I you did. You did. Okay, good. good yeah, good, because good. you got that nat 20 and you were able to roll the Hunter's Mark damage with the nat 20. All right. So we're going to do a sharpshooter 
I'm going to use my feet, take the penalty to the attack, and I'm going to probably add my bless to this, but we'll see. We'll see? Oh, well, no, I guess not. Um, <laughs> but I want to add wow. anyway. Uh, so 27 with the bless. But hey, that's but more a, importantly, that's a, that's 20. a natural that's 20. Everybody drink. And, and sharpshooter. So let's not let's not lose sight of that. I get to add another 10. You don't double the sharpshooter, just so no, you just know. No, just 50. So I'll add the sharpshooter toward the end then. All right, so... Um, I'll say this now while he's doing that. Jonathan and Carlton take 10 points of acid damage. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, this is Jonathan, piercing damage. I'm going, to sp- I'm going to spirit shield your damage on that one. So give me... Doesn't matter. The uh, the glow of invulnerability drops. Well, you might take less damage. It doesn't matter. It's the base save. Like, yeah, it, but he's talking about mitigating your damage. Right, but you might not take any damage. 33 damage. Oh, I should spirit shield. Plus you. three from the hunter's mark to 36 total. 36? All right, right no, you're only gonna take five damage then. That's okay. So I still fail the save. Yep. But so you you fail the save. You don't take as much damage. Also important. Another one of the heads drop. This creature is actually with with that hit, starting to look incredibly hurt. It's still got three of its heads left, but in this moment, it is starting to waver. And the ass, the acidic blood is pouring from multiple places. And this is a grievous wound. Travancore. Oh, boy. Who do I give my action to? All right. So all right, this, this bet is to give to Jonathan, just because he can either use an attack or he can disengage if he wants to, depending on how bad he is. So uh, pretty bad. So, so yeah, give it to Jonathan. <laughs> okay. Okay. Jonathan the Magimuscular, uh, seeing this surge of inspiration from his... Uh, from his teammate, uses it to put his hands together, uh, point at a at a spot that is uh, close to Bernie, or it's as at least away from this Hydra, and he vanishes in a misty step and appears thirty feet away. Jesus, bless me! What the fuck? What? Okay. As you he misty f- steps away from the Hydra, you know what? He's gonna go. Uh, yeah, he's gonna go over here. Boop. <laughs> Scare the shit out of Bernie, who's tracking you because she's trying to figure out how to keep you alive. Okay. She thought you died. <laughs> He's the only one who could do fire. He he might be the only one who could do fire damage, which is surprising. Uh, okay. Actually, tra- I can do fire damage, Lauren. I used to be able to. You can if you've picked those spells. I just wasn't sure what you'd picked. Oh, but I've been waiting to use this spell for a really long time. So. <laughs> well. Well, we'll get to you. So that was technically the end of Travancore's turn. Before Jonathan goes. Uh, the Hydra Polocrantos is once again going to bludgeon Carlton with his tail. No. Well, he's going to try. Uh, 23 to hit? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you will take 18 bludgeoning damage. I need another strength saving throw. And then it will be uh, Jonathan's turn. 22. Uh, that does save. Okay, right. then I won't bother with the... Then Jonathan. Jonathan, the Magic Muscular, is going to... He's going to feel like he's just flailing his arms at this thing, but in in and that's what he sees in his own mind, but in actuality he is very like precisely in this like sort of warcaster sort of like kata that he's doing. He first like whips his arm around his head, grabs a star and throws it against this thing. Okay. So uh he's going to miss though. He is then going to, uh, so a, a blast of radiant energy explodes behind it. He is then going to bring up his finger guns because he's seen this thing save against stuff. So he is going to whip out a fifth level scorching ray, which is going to be six rays this time. Okay. 
So here we go. Uh, 17, that'll hit. Hits. Uh, that'll hit. Miss. Hit. And hit. Wow, I wish I critted on 19. <laughs> so four hits. Four hits. So that's going to be... That's going to be uh, 29 fire damage. Oh, Jonathan. Say it. it. No. I'm trying to make it happen. Holy shit. Hey, Jonathan. Yes? Roll that bless just to see something. Shit, shit. Yes, the bless on that last hit. Uh, Yeah, roll that bless on that last hit. That one that missed. The the one that missed, yeah. It's a three. It hits! Go go ahead ahead and roll one more scorching ray damage. Seven fire damage. Describe in gory detail yes! the death of this creature. Yes. All right. So it had two hit points left, and I'm looking at your numbers, going, "Oh come on!" If you oh hadn't my done God. that, I was gonna cast Firestorm, and and you would have killed it. But I'm looking at your last couple of things, and I'm like, "Bernie gave you bless. Would that make a difference? That would. That would have so. made it. Di- yeah." Uh, Go ahead and describe in gory detail the death of that creature. So Jonathan the Magimuscular, having seen this thing just wail on Carlton, like I said, you know, misses with the with the uh, shooting star, but then like laser focuses in on this Hydra and just starts blasting, just pow, 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 and. Uh, when he's he's breathing heavy, his fingers look almost scorched. His like blue flame is still coming off of them, and you just see all of the marks in this creature. The last uh, the last blast goes straight through it, uh, through its torso and heart. And the multiple heads cry out and collapse all towards the water as though this creature was in one last gasp trying to claw its way back to the ocean before it sinks into the sand and you watch its acidic blood boil to the surface as it starts to dissolve into the sand. You can even see the heat coming off of this creature as its own blood boils it alive, turning the sand under it to glass, leaving behind teeth and eyes and claws melting into a mass on the on the beach and the people behind you as the globe of invulnerability had popped and at just the last moment as it feared that this was this was their end and this creature is legendary hydra that so is terrifying to everybody that it has a name they cheer and um, Sarah comes running back on up and says, yes, oh, that was amazing. Thank you so much. But I, the gods could not send anything more fearsome than that. I, I think we should be okay. And you spend the rest of the afternoon confirming her fears, still being on guard just in case. But the rest of the afternoon passes as this amazingly gorgeous day warm breeze off of the cool ocean as you stand waiting to make sure that this party is fine that this satyr that you've been protecting for reasons that you're only half sure about are fine <laughs> as the sorry, sun Lord, you said satyr and i thought we were protecting passover for a moment oh, we are no. totally protecting <laughs> this, passover you said this party is fine and then you said this satyr and i went whoa things jumped to a different i have matzah and it's gonna be great <laughs> But why do we have this party every year? 
Wait, yes, I have salt and some gefilte foods. <laughs> Carlton can ask all the questions. The sun is going to set as darkness falls. You have this moment in where there's a, a weird sadness that happens. And none of you are, are sure why. I need a perception check from everybody. Bernie would have liked to, in that afternoon, ask which deity is associated with the Kraken. Which deity is associated with the Kraken? Yeah. Oh, not the Kraken. Sorry, not the Kraken. But she's going to apologize for the Kraken and she's going to ask which deity they think sent the Hydra. She wants to know what was... Bernie would use her afternoon to know what was going on here. All right. Carlton got a natural 20. What were the rest of you so get? So 27 total. Okay. Uh, Bernie, what did you get for your perception? 18. And Jonathan? 10. I'm still breathing and hard. That's no, okay. Bernie cast well, and heal I'm, on you. Bernie healed you. You're fine. Yeah, no, no. We're going to assume Even that- though he's he's medically okay, he is exhausted. Yeah. He that threw a true. lot into that fight. That was the point. Travancore? 18. Okay. It's yours. I'm going to say yes. You, you, you will be healed. I'm not going to go through all of that right now. But yeah, you, you're healed. You're able to relax as uh, the sun sets. Bernie, you're asking questions. And now that the immediate danger has passed, a lot of these people have gone back to like quiet prayer or talking. And they kind of explain to you. It's weird because a lot of the terms you don't understand, a lot of these gods you've never heard of before. But Tiny. these these are legendary creatures that were created long before these people knew what gods were around. And even this Hydra that has attacked you, this is not the first time this has happened. In fact, they kind of shy away from the Kraken and nobody really has an answer about the Kraken. But what they explain is that this island in this specific city, Altrasos, it is considered one of Afara's favorite because the last time it was attacked, by anything, Afara erected this wall that you see before before you. And while they know it was a kraken that attacked and the wall stopped it, they don't know what sent the kraken. And this hydra, it's a named hydra because while this one is destroyed, like many of the, the most dangerous creatures created long before time memorial, they come back and they come back with a vengeance. But for the moment, everybody is safe. Yes, but you said the gods sent it. Which ones? I do not know what is trying to stop us. We are... The point of all of this is so that this champion, and she points to the satyr, as the sun is setting and the golden light off the waves is is making this all very pretty in a, in a very sad way that none of you are quite sure about why it's sad. And she points to the satyr and says, he is going to save a champion who will save us all. And like most... this. There are gods who champion the mortals, and there are gods who want to see nothing but destruction. And while I cannot tell you what caused, who caused the one that came after us, we knew it would happen. Those above us send their minions below, because when the gods walk this earth again, then all will be destroyed. But for now, we at least have a chance. And Carlton, with your natural 20... Just as your vision starts to fade, just as the sun finishes setting, and instead of it just becoming dark, it then becomes pitch, and you lose sight of each other, and all that's left for a moment is the stars above, and then even they wink out. But in that last moment, Carlton, you see the satyr stop breathing, and you wake up back in your beds, remembering everything 
still injured, still exhausted in the way that you expect from this fight. But you hear Afara in your head as you wake up in your beds. And she says, Thank you, my champions. And we'll stop there. And you defeated a legendary creature who's on a magic card. I had to look up a magic card. Woo! (laughs) That was insane. That was crazy. Dude, that was a lot yeah. of fun, Lauren. Thank that you. was, that was neat. so good. I am so, so excited about this book coming out. This is uh, The Mythic Odysseys of Theros, and I am excited for all of you to see. I wanted to throw more Chimera at you because it literally has a way, I'll spoil a little bit, it has a way of creating your own Chimera. So it's not just like the standard ones, but it's Ooh. like all kinds of different heads and tails. And you just get to like, you're like, column A, column B, column C. The, ki- Kinda, the Chimera yeah. form. Yes. It literally is like, here's a standard one, and then here's how you can, like, you can either roll on some tables, or you can pick and choose what you want, and I'm like, well, this is gonna be fun. <laughs> but then I'm like, well, y'all are level 14. I can't just throw a couple of Chimera at you. I gotta throw a, a, a legendary magic card. Why not? So, <laughs> yeah, if you pick up Mythic Odyssey of Theros, you'll be able to throw legendary magic cards at your friends and family, and it'll be fun. And thank you all for joining me on this, this little adventure. And thank you for joining us, and hopefully we'll see you all next encounter. Bye! 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 Thanks for listening to our adventure. If you've enjoyed our show, visit us at DungeonDrunks.com for links to all of our social media, pictures and bio of our cast, a full list of credits, and more. We'd appreciate it if you left us a review, and we would love it if you come support us on Patreon. Visit Patreon.com slash DungeonDrunks to sign up. Thanks again, and we'll see you next encounter. We appreciate all of our patrons and extend a special thanks to our top tier patrons. Thank you, Megan, Lori, aka Calamity Jane, Sir Narvi and Sailor Tweak, John Oddy, Linnea Boyev, and Hunted Shadows, LLC.